0: Welcome to Let's Get, get spooky. spooky. I'm Leanna Vip. I'm AJ, and I'm Ashley. And although we are very sad that we are not joining you in the city of San Diego for San Diego Comic Con this year, it is exciting that we get to do this from our couch. I know this is a little more comfortable. It's not as hot. Definitely not as hot.
1: Yeah, but we don't get our little name tags. We don't have. True. We should have Look made our name own tag name tags. Should have had Our own. Man.
0: Hang it, we messed up. This is a Comic-Con at-home edition. And uh, if you're not familiar with our show, Let's Get Spooky is a show all about the spooky side of life. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about horrors on set so uh, cursed films weird movie things things gone wrong little accidents <laughs> just little, little eggs accidents. I was at egg nuggets <laughs> little little Easter eggs <laughs> um, so all sorts of things um, all around the horror genre and uh, movie sets and films mm-hmm. um, so you're gonna start because you have the I have little some funny accidents.
1: I have little my whole life is a happy accident so <laughs> I'm gonna talk about little. Like I said, I almost said egg nuggets again. Um, little Easter eggs, little things that people left in movies.
0: Um, but not things, on purpose. Not on not purpose. Not like the Pixar way. I, Which I, I spot them all the time. I don't know about you guys, Some but I'm these, very much like looking oh, for people to mess up. Yeah,
2: we were watching a movie the other night and I'm like, oh, there's a crew member. Oh, there's someone hiding well, in the, the back thing.
0: seat.
1: There's a lot of these that are very blatant crew members just walking <laughs> casually. Like, and oops. one of my favorite ones uh, is in Braveheart and there is a crew member who like literally walks behind the main scene in a baseball cap. Just just walking by, you can fully see him. Was it like a, a battle scene where
0: there was a lot of people? Yeah, so it- well no, it
1: wasn't, it was a close up, you know, almost conversation. And Oops. it's the scenic, like there's like the eye contact, yeah. everyone's in it, and then this guy just blazes on in the background. Do and you think someone gets fired? Do like do you think someone gets think fired I because really, it was their job? I think it would almost be the editor. But then again, when you have like checks and balances, you think, well, maybe there was one main guy who watched the whole movie and should have seen it. Like right. the last person to send it out and they clearly didn't do their job. But yeah. it's
2: kind of funny. But there's usually like a continuity person or like a checker on set. Well, they need like four eyeballs then.
1: Well,
0: um, you, we see it happen in like major, major productions. Mm-hmm. And then I always think, okay, someone obviously missed it. But then the thing got to there's the There's a point. lot of people on there's, movies. There is a lot of people, but- somehow someone or a lot of people weren't paying attention and then it got to the point where they're like here's the final edit and then the person saw it and they're like well kind of like in Game of Thrones with the Starbucks cup yeah." Yeah. which happened. It's too late and we are out of money.
1: (laughs) I think people get tired at the end too like when I was thinking about all the Game of Thrones um, debaucheries (laughs) it happened many times There was the Starbucks cup and then in the next few episodes they were like hey there's a water bottle by his foot and they're like whatever like they just gave up yeah there was two more water bottles no, there was oh multiple bottle scenarios in cups. Someone Maybe didn't... it's a sponsorship. Maybe.
2: Product placement. Yeah, product placement.
1: Starbucks and dragons. Mm. Yeah. Uh, there was another similar thing in Gladiator and it was after the battle of Germania, if I'm saying that right, and Maximus stops and he's feeding his horse. And his head is here, the horse is here, and you see blue jeans walking by in the background. Like <laughs> Wrangler jeans.
0: So are these all Cruising. things that are still
1: in the final yeah. cut? Or did they... Unless they've made a of, an additional one since... Like getting, remastered but I don't whatever, know if they would about. remaster it for a pair of Wranglers. That's what I don't understand.
0: I don't think... I, I think, think it's just some, funny. I think in some cases it's... It's funny for the people that notice it because obviously the the people aren't going to come out and be like, oops, we made a mistake because they don't want to yeah. bring more attention bring to it. Those are small on ones it.
1: too. I mean, I, I can understand a background, but then in um, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, there is a scene where uh, Aubrey Woods, he's singing the Candyman song and he's at the counter. The kids are like, yeah, Candyman. And he pulls up that wooden thing that lets you in the back mm-hmm. and it pegs a chick in the face. <laughs> Peg's a child it he pulls it up and she goes wonk. like she gets like her chin that. is oh yeah uh, you watch it it's on it's i mean it's not hilarious but it's it's like when you see it now and no one saw that when it was clearly in like the third of that part of right. the actual movie and it's
0: like probably a tight on yeah, the thing oh, being yeah. flipped over oh, yeah.
1: highly recommended if you're having trouble sleeping Well, Just watch you know, some really yeah, some
0: things gone wrong but you know what's funny is they probably did that more than once yeah. so the fact that I'm sure they didn't hit the kid in the face every time, but the fact that but they that chose- But that was the take that they, they chose. chose the take He's the little, gonna, he
2: hit those notes perfectly on that take. Sometimes you sacrifice. Yeah, you have to do it for the art of the craft. I would
1: sacrifice it if he was singing me a song. And then one of my yeah. other favorites um, was in Titanic. And this is more like a technicality thing because it's, it's not stunt-oriented totally, but it's when Rose is trying to get the- um, Handcuffs. I'm like handcuffs. (laughs) The handcuffs off of him while they're sinking, and she goes to use the axe, and it's supposed to hit in the middle. But then in the actual movie, she completely misses and hits his hand. But but no one
0: sees it. They act like she just did the job. So is it is that on camera where you can see it, but you're just not focused? It's so quick. But someone hit that exact second. And my favorites are like quite when funny. they walk into the room and then they walk out and you clearly know it was two different takes, but like mm-hmm. the shirt's on the wrong way or they're wearing shoes. They're missing a belt, shoes. Something like if they take
2: a slice of cake and like the for one, like they go to take it, it's like this small, but then like the other, t- like the other shot, it's like three times they bigger. They did 17 takes yeah. in between. They, they don't know the cake. size of cake they cut.
0: One yeah. of my biggest pet peeves is, um. Hair, like hair and makeup, mm-hmm. especially on girls. So you'll see, like, a movie, and you're like, "Oh, I know this thirty minutes was shot a completely different day because, yeah. like, her hair is perfectly curled, and then it deflates, and then it's like flat, and then it's frizzy, and then it's curled again." And I'm like, "Come on, people!" And we girls see are this, this too. The yes,
1: I think a lot of people at the end of you know productions, they're just like, "Let's get it out. We have a deadline. We going to pop it." Yeah, yeah.
2: They're focusing yeah. on other stuff. They're focusing on the line, making sure like the emotions there. They're not like staring at, "Oh, this curl no. is." Yeah. Facing forwards instead of facing back
0: like it was in the shot before. I would be fired if that was my job. I'd be like, oh, man. And those are (laughs) things I don't
1: notice. Like, I am picky, and I notice dumb stuff like gaffer tape where I'm like, ooh.
0: That's weird. <laughs> Shouldn't have done that. With the girl wearing the shoes and now her yeah, shoes are off. Not in the guy in the nice Wrangler jeans in a 14th century piece, um, you know. Or like, um, I think a common one is like where they're in an old, uh, old timey movie and they're ha- they have like a, a, a watch. watch, like an Apple watch oh, or yeah. something. They're checking like, their steps. <laughs> yeah. Gotta get my steps in on set. Gotta. right? But anyways, those are my favorites, so. Worth mentioning. (laughs) I find it, I kind of, it's not really a game that I play, but I always keep an eye out for those kinds of things, especially, and I find it fascinating when it's huge, like Game of Thrones, huge productions where there's so many eyeballs on the monitors, on the editing bays and everything. And you're like, how does that slip through? But, Sometimes I wonder it if they totally do it on does. purpose. I can yeah. see it either being
2: on purpose because then it gets talk up and then everyone, you already watched it maybe you didn't catch it. So then you have to go back and watch it again. Yeah. So it gets like the views up. But at the same time, I feel like a production like Game of Thrones that has so many people on it. Sometimes it's too many. It's like the too many cooks. Too many in the cooks. Kitchen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's just so many eyeballs on it that nobody's all looking at the same thing.
0: Yeah. And I think I, one of the things I love too is like in horror flicks where, um, when there's like gore and like special effects makeup and stuff and you see the, like the The hose or whatever. Yeah. And and although like that's the goal is to not have any of that be seen, like Mm -hmm. sometimes you're like, that's kind of rad because you know, it's, it's real and people actually made it and it wasn't perfect, but that's, they did the best Mm -hmm. that they could with what they had. And, um, now people kind of try to do those things on purpose to pay homage to like the campy Mm -hmm. stuff in horror movies. But I find that fascinating when you're like, you could see the prosthetic is like not, or the bald cap is not quite there. Perfectly on. But I appreciate it. It's cute. It's it's fine. It's It's a little more homemade. Yeah.
2: Um, so one of my favorite things about movies is like when there's just like kind of like weird movie facts that like, you don't like, you know, just from like the production and stuff. So I just wrote down some interesting movie facts. Um, Speaking of Titanic, apparently the charcoal drawing of Kate Winslet was um, by James Cameron. <laughs> oh, really? That's cute. I thought that was kind of fun. Um, psycho. This is one of my favorite Psycho facts. Uh, it, psycho was the first U.S. film to feature a toilet flush. Whoa, scandal! Because she tears up the note and then she, t- or her, oh. she writes down like how much money she, like you know, she spent for, like you know. That she took and then right. she spent. Then she tears it up and puts it in the toilet and flushes it down.
0: So toilets. I mean, you've seen toilets and like in backgrounds
2: and stuff, right. but you'd never seen like one the in... unspoken
1: flush.
0: Yeah, when you, like how you? Flush, that's you groundbreaking. To the the that. toilet.
2: Yeah. What do we do? Which in is the so shadows? weird to think. Oof. Yeah. Um, another psycho fun fact: the blood used in Psycho was chocolate syrup Ooh. because it's black and white, so you don't have to care about what the color is going to yeah. be. It's just the consistency, and. The chocolate syrup is kind of like that middle, like it's not too goopy, but it's like yeah. not too liquidy. And it
0: also doesn't stain. Uh, chocolate syrup was like a, a common thing that they would mix in with fake blood too to give it like that darker color. Cause some fake blood you'll see is really red. Yeah, it's you know, like and it's so like,
2: bright and you can see through it. Right. Yeah. It must um, have smelled good on set. And the main thing is it doesn't
0: anything with like uh, actual blood. It has red dye in it. So Mm. a lot of the times they would use it. And again, in black and white, it doesn't matter the color, but it would stain your skin really quickly. So chocolate syrup doesn't do that.
2: Yeah. Um, The snow in Wizard of Oz during the poppy field scene was actually made from like asbestos uh, flakes. Which is stuff that you don't want to get on your skin. And, like, no. there's, like, Wizard of Oz is one of those movies where it just has all those kind of, like, dark facts. Like, you know, the the silver paint poisoning and yeah. all those you horror. Know, asbestos snow. It has
1: the look.
0: Asbestos the is the bestest. <laughs> <laughs> that but was that probably what I told them.
1: It's that the,
2: was on the crew shirt. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> it's the
0: snowflakes you don't want to catch on your tongue yeah. when you're out. Uh, <laughs> but the, you know what? Unfortunately, we have to learn things and... Sometimes trailinger. we learn by them sprinkling asbestos snow and yeah. then being like maybe, <laughs> maybe that's that wasn't not the a good right idea.
2: thing to do oopsies um and then i just wanted to kind of talk about one of my favorite horror movies that has like all these like really cool production facts around it which is the blair witch project um like just everything about it i think is like really cool um the way that it was made um they just basically sent the actors out into the woods and they it took eight days to shoot. They had to improvise. Crazy. Yeah, it took only eight days. They improvised everything. Um, they would use GPS like trackers to bring them to different spots where they would have canisters hidden, and each actor would get their own canister, which would have a note in it, and they would say things like, um, Heather, um, you're absolutely sure to uh, that to get out of this mess, you need to go south. Don't take no for an answer. So just kind of like little lines, like like basically
0: putting your, your,
2: yeah. Putting your character in this, like kind of just giving you like little hints of like what your character's mindset is going to be. Um, and then they would like improvise. There was also, um, Josh somewhere along the way today, you're, you've had, you've had it with this. Um, so like it would give them kind of
0: like what that day it's like planting a seed in their yeah, mind to put a them in to improvise
2: everything. Yeah. Um and I just think that's amazing. So they like ended up with all this
0: footage and they edited it
2: down to like what you see in the movie. Because um, well, I mean
0: not like when you watch the movie and I say that's crazy like 8 days just because getting anything like an actual feature film mm-hmm. done in 8 days but without really having a script and again there's not, not a having- whole There's not a whole lot that really happens when you watch the movie. And also, like, not a bunch of setup. So, it's, like, usually on a
2: normal set, you have to, like, set up a bunch of lights. Okay, you have to block where the camera is going to go. You have to do all this stuff. Um, For this, like, you know, they're shooting it themselves. It's, like, their point of view. So, it's, yeah. Which is pretty, I
0: mean you're hoping it's a lot of like hopeful thoughts cause you're mm-hmm. hoping that what you get back is not
2: a
1: dud.
0: Yeah. Not a dud. Yeah, yeah. You can
2: imagine like handing someone a camera, especially like, like now, you know, there's the LCD screens on it. They were like, like, you know, like you can look into the thing, but like, how do you know, like you have to put your trust in that actor that they're shooting it correctly. Right, late.
0: And I'm sure they had like a training session where they're yeah. like, this is how you hit record and blah, blah, blah. Um, but even thinking about now, like, if if you were to hand someone a camera like that now mm-hmm. that had that really had no experience in film and stuff they would like not know what do I how yeah, to, okay, do I where's the screen how do, do I do I, word, do I, I did
1: that once with my friend and I said document your day and they didn't know how to use the iPhone so they filmed when they shouldn't have been filming so oh, it's like, like the opposite kind of oh. <laughs> like yeah. they would they were supposed to shoot like a minute of them walking down this path and then they stopped it where and then did it and then <laughs> shot like it in his pocket that's amazing We're <laughs> like, fe- like five minutes so that is
0: the the director's like worst yeah. nightmare they yeah. get all the cameras and, and it's you're just, just like, like we just spent ground. eight
2: days in the forest For and the only footage heck. we have is the camera in your backpack like <laughs> great job <laughs> great job great job everyone
0: i thought so when i when blair witch project came out at first there was like they one interesting thing, and I don't know if you have this in your notes, of like the marketing. Tactics oh, the marketing that they around did? it was absolutely
2: amazing. It was like like You could never re- replicate it. Yeah, like today, because they they approached it as if it was real. They're like it was in the infancy of uh, internet, so they used that to their advantage. Where they went onto like the AOL message boards, they created AOL. a website. I know what's that? <laughs> um, they created a website that made it that looked like it was made by. The actors, which yeah. are like you know, the students, um, they put it out as if it was like a documentary, um, which is like so cool. Um, a lot of people who went to go see it didn't know if it was real or not. Yeah, um, my boyfriend Matt said that like he specifically remembers walking into the theater with his friend Kai and just being like, This is gonna be really cool. And like everyone in the theater was like, Is this real? Is this not real?
0: Um, like they spread a little bit of doubt and enough doubt for people to to talk about it. it. To keep
2: talking about it and they even like did cool things like they went to like the IMDB pages for the actors and put missing or deceased on their pages. Which is completely illegal to do now. You cannot do that today. (laughs) Um, Which is why I'm like this is
0: like you can never replicate it for the time. It was
2: absolutely amazing. Um, It was so convincing to where some of the actors said that they're family was getting condolence letters because they thought that their family had died because they thought it was Mm. real. Well, I think stuff like that is nuts to me.
0: They, they were able to get away with things like that. I know that, um, it's a movie, the fourth kind, it's an alien abduction movie. Um, I believe it's the, the cities in Juneau, Alaska, somewhere in Alaska, Juneau might not be the right city, but the production, uh, company actually like made a fake website and they put up all these articles to basically mm. say like these things have happened here, and they got in hu- huge trouble. They actually got sued by the city, and they had to settle. They didn't say how much they settled for, but like, and that was still, I mean, quite a few years ago when that film came out. So now you try to do something like that, and you they're can, like, nope, yeah. nope, like, nope, that's against the Maybe law. Maybe you put on the dark web.
1: Y- yeah, <laughs> we but can't to, tap into so that that's that's to reach gonna, the masses of yeah, Facebook yeah, and that's Instagram not a very and, good promotion. and the youth. yeah That's true.
0: Um, I know that with the. Um, Which they actually had like uh, VHS tapes floating Mm -hmm. around that people would, they were given or they would find them or whatever. And that helped kind of prove that point. Like, oh, it's actually found footage. This is real. Like you got your hands on it early and you could check it out. So people were really believing in it. I, I remember seeing the commercials and we had talked about this on another episode of like the commercials popping up um, during like the preview commercials Mm -hmm. popping up during like a regular nighttime TV shows and it yeah. scared the crap out of me. I was a kid, you know, and I was like, what is this? And why is this coming on? Like right before um, America's Funniest Home Videos, yeah. you know? I was like, "Um, uh, but I, I didn't believe that it was real.
2: Yeah, well, they also put out like um, documentary style um, about the Blair Witch, like just setting up the backstory. So like even when you went to the theater, like you knew what the Blair Witch was and you knew about this town and all that stuff, which I think they played on normal television too yeah yeah
0: Yeah. they they did a really good job of creating their own hype which Mm -hmm. now i feel like there's so much content coming out so quick so quickly that it's just like fast money we just want to put a ton of money into commercials (laughs) we want a bunch of people to see it opening weekend and then that's it we're on to the next yeah it's not creating that mystery right i
1: do like how black mirror has been putting actual mirrors out saying that we're in season six right now (laughs) Have you seen that? No. On like bus stops, there's instead of like a poster, it's just a giant mirror, and you look into it, and it's like now playing season six, and like you're in it because this year's been so crazy. Oh my god, that I think is brilliant. That's clever marketing. I mean, that was a joke going on. I kept seeing these memes. I was
2: like, Oh, it's so apparently it's real. This this whole
1: yeah, when is this uh, Black Mirror episode going to end? I'm like, that's the best I've seen so far in like viral marketing that makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. So.
0: And I, I know like as far back as like Exorcist when that movie came out, mm-hmm. how they basically like created their own hype of like people are passing out and yeah. like they made, they they basically made the, the outcome that they wanted mm-hmm. by just saying it, whether it was real or not. And I think that is kind of the magic of suggestion mm-hmm. because people are willing to not research things. Yeah. And even today, which I find super interesting is with the age of the internet, people are still willing to take like – someone's word for it. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone's like, oh, you know, this crazy thing happened and you're like, oh really? And that's how the kind of the snowball effect yeah. starts rolling and, then and people it spread it. it turns and,
2: into stories of like, oh, my cousin went to go see it and he
0: passed out. Yeah, in the game of like telephone of, yeah. by the time it gets to you, he like had a stroke in the theater Yeah, and you don't uh, want to see it. Someone died from yeah. fright. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean, te- it's like a little bit of a harsh tactic, but sometimes, <laughs> Like those type of things work, especially in the, in the horror genre, because we've kind of seen everything Mm -hmm. like blood, guts, gore, suspense, drama, um, thrillers. Like there's, we've seen so much so to, for people to come up with like unique tactics to get people interested is pretty clever. Yeah. The everyday normal stuff. Um, so my stuff is talking about curses, you know,
1: good old curses.
0: And one of my favorite horror films is Poltergeist. And if you're a fan of horror, you probably know about the Poltergeist curse. I wouldn't say that I necessarily believe that it's an actual curse. I think it's a series of unfortunate events, but it's very easy to lump it under that category. Um, I feel like curses can be real. I don't know anyone that has been cursed. I don't know any stories where I can be like, yeah, that's absolutely real. Um, I believe in it. I don't necessarily rule it out. I wouldn't say like, oh, that that can't happen because I don't have great luck, so I would probably get cursed.
1: <laughs> I feel like if they're big, substantial curse scenarios, yeah. that are blatantly not normal, that's some otherworldly
0: stinker. Well, emotions. and and also there's there's coincidence, and then there's a level that things reach where it's like. I don't know if that's really. Not that many things can happen. Right. So basically the whole thing behind the poltergeist curse is there were four deaths um, of cast within the three films that happened. Um, And so typically like any death of someone on a set is super unfortunate. Um, But when you have so many, immediately everyone was like this, this uh, franchise is cursed. Mm -hmm. Um, And. Carol Ann, which is the main character that when you say poltergeist, that's the, per- the person people automatically gravitate towards and remember was one of those fatalities. So two of the deaths were, um, unexpected, which I would say led more to the idea of it being cursed. And then two of them, they say were expected in the sense that the people were older, they were already in bad health mm-hmm. and it wasn't necessarily, it was, it was super unfortunate, but it wasn't a surprise. Um, the whole, thing of it being a curse was because people were saying that someone died while the films were being shot, which was actually, it's false. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone that passed away had passed away after they were done shooting. So they were, the rumors were going around that it's cursed because someone died while filming and it was called the poltergeist curse. But a lot of that misinformation, again, just spread because it wasn't the time of the internet where people had yeah. facts where it was really word of mouth spreading and people talking about it.
2: Heather, our work was... They, didn't, they weren't done filming Poltergeist 3, right? There they was, were done. Well, because I think the last shot, they had one more shot to do, and the last shot is a
0: double. That's, that's what, why see, that's don't what see I her read, face. but that's actually not tr- from the articles that I read. They said that wasn't true. So I, I guess, it. I don't know. The director, I think, said that. Maybe. I don't know. The two articles that I read said that that was a thing that, like, the dates didn't necessarily line up. But mm-hmm. I... They, they, could, they be could, be could be wrong. i could be hiding things. Yeah, or they could be, like, not obviously wanting to publicize that. But if the director came out and said it, then, yeah. I mean, I don't know why he would have lied. Um, so the first death is uh, a girl by the name of Dominique. It's Dunn? Dunn? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Dominique Dunn. Uh, she was 22 years old, and she plays the older sister. Mm-hmm. So um, she plays uh, Dana Freeling. And on, uh, so she dies November 4th. 1982 at Cedar sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles four days after her boyfriend choked her into a coma um, From which she never awoke So weeks earlier she had ended her abusive relationship with her live-in boyfriend in Los Angeles And on the night of uh, oh, wow, I didn't realize it was the day before Halloween um, the 30th of October 1982 he dropped by and basically was trying to like reconcile Mm -hmm. and like fix it and you know Clearly, don't trust these LA boys. <laughs> don't let them back <laughs> in no, the don't house. Let him in. Um, so he was convicted of voluntary manslaughter and sentenced in November 1983, released in 1986. So he only served three years and eight months of a six and a half year sentence. Because, so, and we have kind of touched upon this before, is he didn't go in, it wasn't first degree murder. Mm-hmm. He didn't go in with the intent. Which we don't know this because she was I the mean, only one. He was one. crazy. He was yes, but he she was the only That's one there. Mm-hmm. So who's to say he didn't go in I'm saying I'm yeah. going to kill her? He just clearly didn't say that he. There's just had no attention.
2: like hard evidence that shows that he w- that it was premeditated that he was thinking about going there to kill her ahead right.
0: of time. Right. So, I mean. The one super sad thing is that she died basically right after the film had been released. Mm. And she was 22 years old. She was great in the movie. She had, I mean, from everything that I gathered, I was like, this girl's going to get a ton of work. You know, when I was a kid and I saw the movie, I didn't know that she'd passed away. I didn't, mm. I didn't have any of that information. So you think about those cases where... She had her whole life ahead of her. She was just in a huge film that was going to get her so much notoriety and people were going to know who people will be talking about her. And her life was taken away from her from a crazy. A crazy dude. Yeah. Well,
1: if I was the judge, if I was Judge Judy, I would have given him life.
0: Life. Well, I mean. In uh, prison. Um, that's why I'm not. Voluntary in the- manslaughter. That's you can't. That's not a that's not like wow. an actual. Not to judge. I don't actually. like him. I, don't like <laughs> I mean, him. I don't like him either. I yeah, don't deserve no it. Does. I don't think he deserved it's to be out right. either. Or at least half
1: a life sentence with horrible food choices. At even. least more than three years and yeah, eight months for crazy. killing somebody. Yeah, that's crazy.
0: Um, so that was unfortunate. Uh, the next one is Heather O'Rourke, the little girl who played Carol Ann, and she basically started filming the movies when she was six years old, and she unexpectedly passed away at the age of twelve when she died of septic shock in 1988. So, um, what had been thought to be about of like the flu, they just thought she had this, the flu, she ended up in cardiac arrest and, wow, let me start this over. (laughs) She ended up in cardiac arrest and during the drive to the local hospital as bacterial toxins set loose by a bowel obstruction. So she ended up actually having Crohn's disease, Mm -hmm. which is a very, not necessarily like a common thing now, but it's a thing that people understand it's a thing that doctors know what it is. It's a thing they know how to treat. But at the time it was not a thing. Mm-hmm. They're just like, something's wrong internally. And I mean, those types of things, unless there's education or the doctors know what it is, they don't go They're in necessarily like, how yeah. to treat it. Stomach. You just missed yeah. Just yeah. They're like, her stomach it. hurts. She's got the flu. And I mean, basically it's like a blockage mm-hmm. with Crohn's and the toxin set in and she died. Um, and you think of, again, a cute little girl that was in all of these films that everyone like you say, Carol Ann, mm-hmm. that's Poltergeist, Caroline. you know, um, I
2: it,
0: know. It, it's just so sad. You think of all of these things that like now with with science and technology, we know how to treat. Yeah. Something but something like that wouldn't really have happened. Right. Yeah and unless it's cursed, unless it's, cur- <laughs> unless it's a curse. Yeah. And so when you, when you think of like, they say the curse and, but then you hear these people's individual stories, you're like, that's just sad. It's mm-hmm. just unfortunate. And it's unfortunate that all of them were part of this one thing. Yeah. So now we're going to say it's cursed. So, um, it says the circumstances surrounding her passing, uh, rendered her death even more of a shock than it was otherwise, than otherwise it would have been. She went overnight from being a little girl to the, who had the flu to basically dying over septic shock. Um, and one of the main things that I think was the most heartbreaking for most of the people is that she looked fine. Mm-hmm. Like they kept saying like she looked healthy, she seemed healthy, and then one day she just got sick. And you would just assume, oh, my kid has a cold or my kid has the flu, and then she died. Um, so the other two deaths, I'm going to go through them because we have a, a very limited amount of time. So I'm going to go through them very quickly. Um, so uh, Julian Beck was a 60-year-old actor who played the evil spirit Kane, passed away. And then uh, Will Sampson, a 53-year-old Native American actor who portrayed the good spirit Taylor in Poltergeist 2, also passed away. And those were the two people that they said were not expected, but they mm-hmm. they had some health conditions. They had some health issues that people weren't as surprised that it happened. They kind of knew that it, it was coming. Okay. Um, so although, again, I don't necessarily believe the film is cursed. That doesn't feel like enough for me to think that that film is cursed. I think the yeah. fact that it's horror
1: and the fact that people were dying, they're like, ooh. And, yeah.
0: and that was one of the main things that people were saying is, like, it's easy to say that – the movie dealt with a poltergeist and it dealt with like spirits and meddling with things that you shouldn't be meddling with. And it was easy to pull that from the film to the real world mm-hmm. and be like, this is actually, they shouldn't have been filming something about, you know, poltergeists and spirits and stuff. And that's why this happened. And it's like, I would it was just, a
1: movie. I'd be just curious to see like from other people who worked on it, if, there were certain people that weren't affected health wise, but felt any type of like heaviness constantly. Because that's yeah. like a thing where then I could understand, hey, like there's a cursed energy around this, and right. some people are being affected more than others. But and
0: I don't, I mean, from what from my research, there was nothing. And I mean, there's plenty of other films where people are like, no, that set was absolutely haunted, mm-hmm. poltergeist. Uh, there was no information about that. So bummer. Yeah. So I'm inconclusive. Sure there's, there's some curses out there, um, and maybe we'll find one. Maybe all our Hopefully set Hopefully we don't experience. Maybe our no. set will be cursed one day and we can tell you all the stories about it. I don't need another one. I'm good. <laughs> You're all that's cursed. That's another out. story. Um, so do you guys have anything else any weird horror movie on set shenanigans? No. 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 We no. just have a
1: living horror that's about to happen in front of us. Yep. We do.
0: And uh so up next, you guys are in for an extra special treat. We do a segment of our show on Let's Get Spooky called Creepy Treats, and uh, we're doing a special thing, which is called What's in the Coffin. And as you can gather, we're gonna put something thing in the coffin, and we're gonna have to figure it out. We're we have can't to touch see. It. We have to use our okay. senses, uh, everything but our sight and our smell. I guess because we can't really smell it either. That's true. You can smell. You mine. Just use your feelies. You use your feelies, and we gotta figure out what it is. So. Um, Give us one second, and we'll be right back. All right, Fiend. so we are back for What's in the Coffin. Ashley has put her thing inside the coffin, so AJ and I have to figure it out, so. Very excited. I mean, not really. That's not really the word for it, but okay. I really, when we started this whole thing, figured I'm not afraid of a whole lot, it's gonna be fine, like I won't be scared, and then the second, the first one we did, I was like, I don't like this game. This one, this one you're gonna have to ease in, because it it might. Okay, you ready? So like we're, AJ and I are gonna do this together. So we're each getting one. Okay, hand in the thing. Is it?
2: Ah. Wait, it's hairy. Eww, wait, <laughs> what, what is that? that? That feels hard.
0: That It feels alive. I thought our rule was it can't be alive. Is it um, a vegetable?
2: It has hair.
0: It's Wait, what's this? <laughs> this, oh, is that your hand? Yeah, wait, that? it's like a tail. No, this is vegetation. This is like a plant. Yes. (laughs) Yes. But you don't. Is it a a radish? Like, no. Is it an onion? No. Well, I don't know. This feels like an onion. It feels like an onion. Does it smell? Can I smell my hand? Will it smell? You can smell it. Nope. Smells like. Smells like nothing. Smells like water. It feels like a root vegetable. Yeah, it's like a root vegetable because they have the roots and
2: it has this. And and this it has... I
0: feel like it goes like this, upright. Well, I can't see no, it. No,
2: down way. I can't. Oh see wait, it. yeah, it grows the root. So this is the. Oh, top is this the, the roots to...
0: or is this the flowering things that come out and then you pull it? And yeah, other way. The roots would have been on the top and you cut them off. I was hoping you thought it was a hairy leg, but <laughs> you guys oh, are being no. too. I feel accurate. like it's a it's a vegetable.
1: It's some type of yeah. Would you like to reveal? Because sure. you're very close. Okay, it's been known to be called a fennel bulb. Oh. Oh, oh, fennel. fennel. Oh. oh. Okay. Well, That's I a would, good one. I would name her Dorothy. She's got a nice curvature. Did her. you
0: break her? Or did we break her? I broke her. Oh. I had to yeah. break her to fit her. But don't you just use the stringy parts of the fennels? We don't know. You don't eat anything it green. It looks like so. an ocarina of time from Zelda. If you it really totally to does. It out. Okay. This. So, this is my thing. And Ashley and AJ are going to try to figure it so out. So, I'm going through this side now.
2: Yeah. You have to actually touch it this time. Don't be a baby. Shut up. Wait, what's this? Oh wait, what is that? Wait, is that you? <laughs>
1: what does that even mean? <laughs> that's not you. It's Gizmo. Oh, dang it! Dang it's dang a wet. It. You're not supposed to get a oh, wet. But you a are. That's what she said. You're
2: not supposed to. That's get That's not a wet. Gizmo.
0: That's Yoda. Yoda. <laughs> Yoda. 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 I know from Canada. I was trying to throw you wait. off. By getting him wet, then thinking, okay, if he's wet, they're not going to think that it's Gizmo, but then, but then you, I'm really, that I need to, to up two my game. you guys, they've been you figuring know, the out problem, my stuff. The really, problem is, is that I own uh, one of those.
1: Wet Gizmo is my AOL <laughs> name back when I had it. Didn't really get me much though.
0: Look how cute he is! Wait, so you already knew because you knew what he felt like.
2: I know what I know what that one feels, and then also you always have it up there. God dang it. it! Cameron
0: Cameron was like, "Oh, we we should take it down because they'll notice that he's gone." And I was like, "Nobody pays attention to that." Are you
2: kidding? That's all I look at when I when I do the show. Well, you
0: know what? I suck at my job.
2: My turn. Oh, okay. Now Wait, here is to...
0: my. Oh, can I open my eyes?
2: Yes, you okay. can open your eyes.
0: I'm nervous. Oh. My turn. I'm nervous because she always does weird things. Hers are very abstract art. Okay, okay. Are you going? Ready? Is <laughs> your hand. Is it low? Ew. 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 What is the? Oh my oh, God, I don't like oh, this. I know what it is. I know what it is. Then tell gonna, me. No, I'm not gonna say it yet. Wait, Nash is that what it is? is? Is that a bean? It's round, it's in water, right? It's in water? Or a liquid? Is this meat? <laughs> I know what it is. I don't like this. I'm Ew! Let you, no, I'm gonna. S- Ew! <laughs> that was me. What do you think it is? What?
1: I won't say. <laughs> what? 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 Sacks of.
2: <laughs> There's children
1: in the room.
0: Every child has a sack of fluid. <laughs> Wait, what? What kind of sack of fluid is a it? A grape. With its what?
1: With its face peeled off. <laughs> An onion.
0: No, it's a grape, right? It's a skinless grape. It's a skinless grape?
2: Okay. Which is what they sometimes use as eyeball can, effects can I eat in it? horror movies. Yeah, why not? I, we put our, You washed your hands,
0: right? No. Mm, it's a green grape. Very tangy. I'm not yep.
1: going to eat it because you touched them all.
0: I knew exactly what it was because I remember... Um, I don't know if we were talking about it or someone. I was like, oh, that's such a good one. I was saving it, but no. Aha! Dang it. Got it. Before you. Uh, So I would say that was a a successful uh, episode. We figured it it all out. Mm -hmm. Usually we don't. Yeah, usually we don't. Well done. We're getting, our senses are getting better. (laughs) As long (laughs) as we don't lose
1: our hands in any accident. (laughs) Because then we are
0: Because the holes are only big enough to put your hands through. So unfortunately you don't get to play. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Fiend. So, thanks for joining us for Let's Get Spooky. If you would like to see more of our episodes, you can watch them at spooky.com. You can also listen on iTunes as well as on Spotify. So, I'm Leanna Vamp. I'm AJ. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm
0: Ashley. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that is where we're done. Bye. Um, don't forget to <laughs>
0: stay, stay spooky. spooky. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot my name.